0: Hello and welcome to the Concierge Weight Loss Podcast. My name is Kara Hackleman and I'm a Certified Life and Weight Loss Coach. I help people just like you lose weight for the last time. Are you a little people-pleasing, a little procrastinating, and maybe a little perfectionistic? Do you eat when you are not even necessarily hungry? I can help you overcome that so you can finish losing weight and get out of your own way. Join me each week to get a little motivation and a lot of inspiration. I am Kara Hackleman. I'm a certified life and weight loss coach. You and the host of um, the Concierge Weight Loss podcast. Today, I wanna to talk to you about weight loss on a budget. And so I hear all the time how expensive it is to lose weight, to do a, a weight loss program. So we're gonna talk about that today. And um, writing this for you. It was so much fun to really dive in and see exactly what it was that uh, cost so much money and ways to save money. It was so much fun. Alrighty. Okay. So I wanted to start with um, some of the problems. Some of the problems that we think cost so much money, right? Um, A lot of times people think that You have to eat organic. You have to have a meal delivery service. You have to have a gym membership. You have to have all these things, right? If you have listened for any amount of time, you're going to hear me again and again say that it's a simple problem of overeating. And so whatever it is you're eating, your extra weight is from overeating it. So as I say that to you, like, hear what I'm saying. You are overeating food. That means you're overpurchasing food to eat it. You are eating too much, so you're wasting money on how much excess you're eating. So you can eat organic. Some people, they do feel really great eating organic. Um, And... The thing is you don't have to do black and white one way or the other if it's in your heart to want to eat organic just slowly start changing some things out i read something years ago about how um there were certain grouping of vegetables that should be the organic ones first because things with like a peel on them if you're not eating the peel then a lot of times the organic isn't quite as important and so i don't eat organic all the time but If you are, that would be something definitely for you to look into. The gym membership. You're thinking you have to have a gym membership. I answer a lot of um, posts for mine and other um, people that are trying to, my, my social media and other people who are posting. I get asked by friends and family all the time, what exercise do I need to do? And I am pretty intense with my workouts It gives me such a release with my stress and I feel accomplished when I do my workouts. Today, I'm just gonna brag on myself for a second. All of my family and friends have probably already gotten this email at seven o'clock in the morning that I hit a personal record, a personal best this morning. I do um, crossfit at the gym and to d- last year it was it was kind of tough. I let my I had injured my elbow doing a pull up and I had let that get in my head. It, I mean some of my weight had gone back up again and I took the whole year it felt like to get myself back in order. And just probably in the last month or month and a half, I've been noticing that my um, ability to lift heavier is coming back. I'm so excited with it. The uh, thing today that I wanna brag on real quick was that I did front squats. My personal record was 165 pounds. And just to kind of give you some clarity, I was recovering all year last year. And in 2021, my personal record was 135. So for today to be 165, it says that I'm not only healing, I am so much better than I, I was even two years ago. And I did a snatch, which is like an overhead type thing. And um, I didn't look up what my last record was, but I want to say it was like 60 pounds and today was 95. So feeling pretty good about it. But <laughs> let me go back. I regress, so let me go back. You do not have to have a gym membership. I do not tell you you even have to exercise to lose weight. When I talk to people, they think that like exercise is what burns the calories. You just breathing and your heart beating and your body and your organs functioning, that's gonna burn the most calories for you every single day. When you look at how many calories you burn with an average workout, some people are going to burn more, some people are going to burn less, but let's just say maybe you burn around 300 calories and that takes about an hour of some decent effort for you to burn those calories. If you leave approximately two bites at every meal behind, it's the same number of calories. So that really hard workout to burn 300 calories versus leaving two bites behind at each meal, it's gonna do the same thing. So um, if you just get in the habit of of leaving that behind, it'll, it'll do the same thing. I do love movement. So let me clarify here with you. Movement is gonna be completely different. You don't have to have a gym membership for movement. If you love to go take a walk, it's like 75 degrees outside uh, yesterday and it sh- looks like it should be today too. And so I love being outside. So just a walk outside. Uh, during COVID, I learned some of the neighborhoods around me and like what loop was a mile or three miles or five miles, like whatever it was I thought I wanted to do. And sometimes just walk to the end of the block and coming right back, it's just enough to get me moving, clear my head and I feel great again. So I love gym membership. Gym memberships for me, but for you, you can do any kind of movement, whatever feels good for your body. Some people love to dance. Some people love yoga. Um, like I said during COVID, I started doing the walking, and then I was doing yoga online. That's free, and so you don't have to spend money to lose weight on a gym membership. Okay. Some people think I love this whole list as I was writing it. Some people think that weight loss surgery that's what we have to do and i'm going to tell you when i started losing weight that is exactly what i thought i thought that i wasn't capable of doing this i thought that i really was just gonna my my last my last ditch effort was gonna be that i i gain a little bit more weight so that i would qualify for weight loss surgery and then i started hearing that so many people their weight was coming back after weight loss surgery. So weight loss surgery by itself was not fixing the problem. What I find is that I thought weight loss surgery because it was so out of my control, weight loss surgery had to be the answer. And I'm not knocking it. Some people that is exactly what has worked for them. For me, it would not have solved why I was overeating. And so that was the piece that I was seeing, even with some friends that had had weight loss surgery. It wasn't solving why they were overeating. And so whatever, like medications or surgery that if you choose to use those, that is fine. But what I'm gonna say is it is as important or more, I would vote for more, but it's going to be just so important that you figure out the mind part of why you were overeating in the first place. So we're back on this list Um, and I even thought like my surgery, if I had it, is going to be covered by insurance. Well, when you get to looking at it, it's still pretty expensive out of pocket, even with insurance. Um, People think that they need expensive watches or scales or pay for apps. You don't have to have any of that. I teach four basic principles, water, sleep, make a plan. So you need some paper, and to um, eat with your hunger. The doable hunger method is what it was taught to me as. So eat when you're hungry and stop when you're no longer hungry. Simple, simple. There's no cost for that. Other times, I, this one, this one's my favorite as far as like, like you just want to make like a what? What? Okay, hey, base. New clothes cost money. Sometimes people have told me that they don't want to lose any more weight because it's going to cost more money to buy new clothes. (sighs) Girl, if you lose weight, you deserve new clothes. But let me just start with saying I lost over 60 pounds and I lost it pretty consistently. So what happened was it felt like every other month I was needing something, a new bra or a new pants or a new something. And I could make my shirts last a little longer. Your shirts can drape a little bit. It's not that big of a deal. I learned how to wear a belt. So my pants would stay up a little bit better. So um, I'm not the best at sewing but I did learn that I could take the seam on the sides of my pants or the sides of my shirts and just run like a straight stitch. I have a sewing machine, but like I would run just a straight stitch down to just bring it in just a bit and then it would stay on better. I went to Goodwill. I went to Goodwill and thrift shops and I bought like, like a basic wardrobe a basic like i wanted two or three pairs of pants knowing i was just going to keep rewearing them because i'm not planning on staying here long you know it's kind of like when you're on vacation and you don't do the full unpack like you're moving in you just kind of hang up what you need to hang up leave the rest in your suitcase and you move on i was making it so that i knew i wasn't staying here long so i'm not buying a bunch of clothes and that's how i did it and when i did it that way I wasn't worried about how much money it costs. And I was fine with going to Goodwill and buying two or three things. And then um, I spent more money on my bras. And let me, while I'm saying this, my favorite bra, not getting anything from them, but it's a bra I bought online for working out and it's called SheFit bra. And unless you have just really huge chest and running, you do not need the maximum extra um, compression. Um, And I don't think they use the word compression, but I don't remember what they called it. Um, Whatever it is, you don't need that maximum um, support. I think that's what it is, maximum support. So the lighter supports will be good for most everything. And so, um, and I've seen a lot of people even wear them for a swim top or something like that. But um, they are adjustable. They have adjustable straps. They have adjustable around the band. And so as I was losing weight, If the cup wasn't so loose, I could just keep adjusting the bands. And so one or two of those bras lasted me a lot longer than when I kept trying to go back and buy, you know, name brand bras or something like that. But I invested more money in my bras than I did probably the clothes as I was losing weight. So here's the thing, whatever is the issue, a bottom line is that for some reason, it has gotten into your head that you're not worth the money. So whatever it is that you're thinking weight loss cost, whatever the item is that you think you need to purchase to be able to lose the weight, bottom line is that you are thinking that you're not worth the money. And I'm gonna give you some really great tips on how to save some money while you're losing weight. I've been doing that so far. But what I want you to hear is that you are 100% worthy You are so worth whatever it is, and so I'm going to share a story, and you may or may not have heard this. I think I've shared it a couple times before. When I had first started losing weight, um, the program I was in, um, and it was a weight loss coaching um, with my mentor, and so the coaching program I was in, they had a conference, And about that time, I had lost my mom. I was starting to go back up in weight a little bit. I had a fear that it was all gonna come back and that I didn't know how to make it not. Um, And so I was feeling pretty down. A lot had to do with my grieving. A lot had to do with, you know, the weight gain. And I did not feel like I was in control. I did not understand what was happening or what I was doing wrong, why I just couldn't make myself do the work, right? I'm sure you've said that to yourself. And about that time, the program I was in was going to have a conference and they sent an email. I'm getting ready for work and it pops up on my phone. And this email says that it's the last day to sign up for this weight loss conference. The weight loss conference was called Stop Self-Sabotage which is exactly what I thought I was doing. And I had no idea how or why or how to fix it. And so I wanna say it was around $1,200, I think like $1,000 and my mind was blown. I thought this would be so helpful for me to understand myself so that I could stop this cycle of lose, gain, lose, gain, lose, gain, right? I was so in my own head that I couldn't even see what was going on, and I really thought I needed this, and I had all the thoughts that my family were going to suffer because I wasn't giving them the time if I'm off at a conference that's in another state. I thought that $1,200 was way too big of an ask for me to ask my family to part with, so that I could go to a conference that was my fault anyway for overeating and gaining the weight. Right? Very loving thoughts here. And so I finally got up the courage and I texted my husband and I'm bawling, like just waterfalls of tears. And he, I told him how much it was and he said, you know, if we have the money or not, And I'm like, I know, but I don't think I should spend it for me. Like I don't, I felt, I felt so guilty spending it on me because it was my problem and I should have never had the problem in the first place. And now I'm asking to spend family money to fix a problem I should have never created. He said, if you think, I wish I would have saved this text. If you think it will work for you, then do it. And. I thought for sure he would say no. I thought for sure he wouldn't want me to be gone, or that it was too much money. Those were all my thoughts. My family loves me and they wanted to support me and they wanted whatever they thought would help me. And so, well, yes, so they do. They, your family loves you and, and they want whatever is going to work for you. So You know, if you need new clothes, it might be like it costs a little bit for a minute, but at some point you're going to stop losing and then you're going to love getting to buy new clothes. You know, um, maybe you eventually love spending food money on like fancier organic foods. Maybe it's the gym membership, whatever it is. You are worth it. You're, You're able to figure this out. Gosh, I love getting to help people with this stuff. It is, it is one of my favorite things to get to show you that you are so worthy that um, that it's just loving yourself so much. And I know in the beginning, I needed to have other people love me because I didn't believe it for myself. And so that is what this weight loss on a budget boils down to is thinking that you're not worth the money or the time it takes to to do this so that was my little sentimental piece i didn't have that wrote down in there but um so let me give you some actionable tips you know that i'm gonna say weight loss coaching is gonna be the number one tip Um, i'm gonna start though with some of the things that you can do for yourself and and we'll work up to that so the first thing is plan your meals ahead of time If you're no longer last minute grabbing pizza, fast food, you've already bought things, you're going to eat them at home if you've already planned them. So when I was planning, uh, uh, while I'm planning, I, I make a grocery list so that I make sure that I have the foods that I planned. I lay the meat out the night before. I'm always able to see like... Is there anything I need to do tonight for tomorrow night's dinner so that it's already even done? And maybe I have more energy. So I do a little bit of the prepping of it ahead of time too. It's all those things that you can do. So um, when you plan your meal ahead of time, you won't need to eat out. You'll plan, you'll plan food, you'll eat it. You can schedule your plan based on what your work schedule your kids schedule whatever that is to accommodate it so i work late um, i still massage and so i'm a massage service for our local hospital and i still work late one night a week that one night a week is either my husband's night to cook or um, it's going to be leftovers or it's going to be a crock pot meal i know that when i get off work later i'm not going to want to cook and so i want to come home i want to eat and i want to be done with it if I make the plan, I'll make sure that we have something that fits that timeliness to it. The other thing is when I'm planning food, I kind of take a look at what I already have and I, I make good use of my resources. And so yeah, I still might need to buy another ingredient or two, but I'm, I'm eating stuff I already have. Nothing is um, gonna blow your budget, like throwing away food that you never ate. And I'm not saying eat it before it expires because you should eat it all up. I'm saying plan it and eat it. Use it, not like binge on it to get it used up and not to throw it away. Um, When you plan, here's the other thing too. When you're planning foods that you're gonna have, you can choose which foods you're having. So I'm not gonna tell you like, this was clean eating. Like I did the Whole30 and it did help me understand a lot of my dietary things. I think it was a great tool. I don't feel like for me it was it was sustainable long-term. But I did learn a lot off of it. Um, but what I can definitely tell you are when you're eating like whole foods, like meats and vegetables and fruit and even like whole grains and dairies and stuff like it. Less processed. Let's just call it that. Less processed things. Your body really utilizes that. Um Energy and it lasts longer. So, when you eat things that are more processed, more refined, sugars, flours, things like that, and I'm not no sugar, no flour, what happens is it spikes. You get hungry faster and you get like more hungry. Like the volume on your hunger is turned up. It wants more and it wants it faster. So, it keeps you satiated. That's the word that I was looking for. It keeps you satiated longer. All right. So, The next thing, I teach eating for hunger. So as you become a person who eats when they're hungry, not just because, then you will stop eating all that in between stuff. So we kind of talked about that at the beginning. If you're overeating all the time, you're not eating for hunger and you're overeating. So you're not saving money. Like I'm not telling you to like limit your food to save money. What I'm telling you is look how much money you're wasting by overeating. So eat when you're hungry and stop when you're just at enough. And so you know that there's gonna be more food later, we don't need to overeat now, just at enough. Um, When you're not eating for entertainment or for any other reason but hunger, you're gonna notice that you just don't eat as much. Um, I kinda get to the point where I get sad because there's so many things I like and so if I'm not making a plan to know that I absolutely can put it in the plan, then I just feel like I'm missing out on foods that I enjoy. Case in point, yesterday, I have put this. So it's it's getting ready to be, well, and I guess it is technically summertime. But like I said, yesterday was our first 70 something degree day um, where it was like that almost all day. So I have been putting this sickle on my plan every day but in my head, I thought fudge sickles were only to be eaten for dessert later or a snack. And so yesterday, I ate it for breakfast. I packed my, my breakfast that I had planned um, and I planned this fudge sickle. I planned it for probably a snack or a dessert later in the day. Um, but like these are diet rules, we think that we have to have breakfast at breakfast time or, you know, some kind of a dinner type item at lunch or dinner. Um, snacks used to be, for me, filler. They were filler to pass the time. They were filler to cope with emotions. And so I don't typically need snacks anymore. So as I've stopped needing snacks for emotional coping, um, I don't even typically need them in between meals. I've got it to where my meals um, keep me, that word, satiated long enough that I am able to go till the next meal. I, um, started to kind of grieve not having the snacks. And so as I realized I still wanted the snacks, I've had to learn that, you know, maybe I have cake for dinner because I just happened to want to want some cake. Um, and so like, I'm not going to do that with my whole day of, of eating because I will feel terrible in my body if I did. But I had that that fudge sickle for breakfast yesterday and I got in the best part that I wanted and then I wasn't overeating at the end of the day. And actually I took that breakfast with me. I think I said this and I never even ate it. I didn't get hungry till lunch. So it was perfect and I got exactly what I wanted. I didn't feel deprived. I even felt kind of like oh gosh, luxurious, like I took care of myself because I had the fudge sickle for breakfast and I didn't overeat. That was the best part. I had it And I did not overeat through the whole day. Sometimes I plan snacks for meals. Sometimes I know that like I am going to be busy. And so I will plan a snack that I'm going to eat as a meal because I'm going to be more on the go. And so I'll have you know, enough time to eat like some nuts or a piece of fruit, but I'm not going to have enough time to like eat a whole salad or sandwich, or I'm not going to have enough time to like heat something up or any of that kind of stuff. So I said about the snacking, I used to use snacking for emotional coping. So whenever I couldn't, I felt, there were a lot of times that I felt powerless with whatever was going on in life. I felt like, um, I couldn't make a difference or I, um, didn't know the answer to something. I didn't know what to do. And so I would eat and it would comfort me for a moment. Or so I thought it never made any of that worry or concern or stress, anxiety go away. But for a moment, I didn't have to think about it. And I ate. And, um, you know, sometimes that's the only coping tool you've ever learned. And so what I want to do is I just want to add to your toolkit, your tool belt. I want to put some more tools in there so that you're not running to food to cope. And so I love this, let's stop emotional eating. But if I just tell you that, which is what a lot of diets do, they'll tell you, stop emotional eating but they they don't give you another coping tool. And so when you don't have another coping tool, then it's like everything you were feeling compounds because now you have nothing to cope with and you're enduring all of whatever the emotion was and not being able to have the food. And so it's like a withdrawal from that and all the extra emotions at once from the other. And so I'm not gonna tell you that. I'm gonna tell you, let's find you some more coping tools and then you're not going to turn to food as you have a bigger toolkit. So it's going to solve what you were coping for, um, coping with food for. That's called uh, managing your mind. You might have heard mindset uh, weight loss or mindset coaching, mindful uh, mindfulness or mindful eating. And so all of that kind of stuff, it takes into account your thoughts and your feelings. And so we're going to solve for some of that. We're going to solve and give you some new tools so that you're not only tool being food. Um, the other thing too is a lot of times these go hand in hand with these over, right? So if you're an overeater, you might also be an overspender. And so the joke is always about going to Target or Target or, you know, don't set a woman free in Target, um, even Sam's Club, whatever it is, because you overspend. And so when you cope with food, You're probably coping sometimes with overspending. Sometimes it's um, sex or drugs or alcohol or gambling or um, all kinds of things. And so it's excesses to not deal with life. And so my client's they begin able to have the coping skills to deal with life, but what happens is their lives get more exciting than the food or the spending or any of those things. And so when they have those things, it's exciting and it's the, you know, the foods they love and they enjoy, they enjoy the moment, but they can enjoy life. And when they enjoy life more than food, they're not overeating. So I heard this a while back ago and I loved it. So if you are overeating, you are throwing away the food. You're either throwing it away in the trash or the toilet. And so, um, or on your backside. And so if you want to stop overeating, throw away the food in the beginning, just throw it straight in the trash if you eat it, you're already throwing it away. It's either just gonna be stored on your backside, which is not what you want, or um, it, it's gonna be in the toilet. When you realize that is exactly what that is, that little bit of your brain that says, I don't wanna waste this food, I you know, I don't wanna be wasteful, you can start serving yourself a little bit less. I, I think that my family have laughed at me for a, a couple of years now. We have all kinds of containers. Before I even sit down to eat my food most times, I've already portioned out um, in the containers, and I get kind of tickled because I'm like, look how many extra meals I have out of this, and I'm not tempted to eat it because it's already all packaged up. And usually I'll save some for the next day or two, but my, my thing that I've been doing here lately is I've been putting them in the freezer. So I have my own freezer meals. I made them and I put them in the freezer. So I'm going to give you a tip. If you have those black containers that everybody's meal prepping with, right? And you put all your stuff in there, anything that's going to be like a cold item, like maybe tomatoes or sour cream or something, you're going to put that off to the side and and put it on the day that you eat it. Everything else goes in and my favorite thing, so it prevents freezer burn, is I take a piece of uh, press and seal, like the cling wrap press and seal, and I just put it inside the dish and I push it onto the food just slightly so it takes any air that would have been touching the food off and then I put my lid on, I put what it is and I date it. I stick it in the freezer. And then whenever I'm not wanting to cook, when we're in those Wednesday nights that I said I work late and it's, um, something quick I'm wanting, I just pull one out and I've already made it for myself. It's the best. Um, another thing that I do when I'm making ground beef, if I have, um, maybe we made hamburgers, I'll just go ahead and brown up the rest and put it in like one pound packages in the freezer. I do that with chicken and roast. I do that with Italian beef. I'll just make up extra ahead of time. So um, we just had Easter. Um, Our family for Christmas and Easter, we have ham every time. And there's always so much ham that doesn't get eaten at the end. I run mine through a food processor and um, it gets real powdery, like even softer, smaller than bacon bits. And I'll stick that into a Ziploc bag. And then I'll use that on soups, on salads, on top of baked potatoes. And so it's not wasteful. And the other part of it is, is that it makes it so much easier for me for other meals because it's already cooked and I have it ready. All right. So those are some tips I have. Um, Let's see. I have a couple more. Um, Just thought of them. So the other thing I do is a salad bar in the fridge. And so I store mine in a glass container. My tip for lettuce is after you've cut up your lettuce, and I like to cut up my own romaine lettuce and I put it through a salad spinner. And so this is always a weekend activity for me. So I put it through the salad spinner so I get as much of it dry as possible. And I put it in a glass container with one dry paper towel and then I flip it over the lid on and then flip it over. And that's how I store it in the fridge. Something about the paper towel, it like absorbs moisture, but it keeps moisture in the lettuce so it doesn't dry up and wilt. Um, The other thing I do is I cut up all the vegetables. I store those in a smaller glass dish and like I just have uh, like um, rows of different vegetables that I might wanna put on my salad. So it's all ready to go. I like salads, I'm not telling you you have to do this. Just makes it easier. And lately, one of my favorite things that I have come on to is that I found that almost all the stores around me sell rotisserie chicken that's already pulled off the bone. So I'll get that and I'll put that on some salads. I'll get it and I'll make tacos with it. I've put it in soup. Um, I made a stir fry with some of it. And so I usually buy one of those containers a week. Those ones are like here anyway, they're like nine bucks for um, one container of it but it that one to me is a convenience thing and it keeps me eating at home, so. All right, so that is my tips for you. And of course, I wanna to talk to you about weight loss. I've sprinkled it in throughout the weight loss coaching part. I help my clients with all of this. I'm giving you some tips for you to do this on your own, but imagine having that all the time. You would no longer have to have fad diets. We would figure out what exactly it is you need for you. You would not be continuing to overeat and overspending on your meals and your binge foods because we would be figuring out how to deal with your emotions and we would find additional coping mechanisms that you're not turning to food we would continue focusing on um, whatever it is in your weight loss that we need to. And we would make sure that you think that not only are you worth it, and I'm not telling you like, oh, let's just go rack up debt because you're worth it. But when you have money and you're afraid to spend it on yourself, that's a worth issue. And so looking at that long-term of what it is, so like, When I learned that I was okay, I was worth the money, I not only made, here, I'll just go back. Okay, so I told you that I spent like $1,200 to go to a conference. I went to that conference, and as I was there, I wanted to make sure I got my family's money's worth, right? Because I already felt guilty for being there. I asked all the questions. I made sure I got as much help as I could to make sure I got the money's worth that was the start of me being a coach, a weight loss coach. I would say probably a month later, I signed up for weight loss or not weight loss with life coaching school, the life coach school, and I want to say it was like $21,000 for that training, and I just a month before had such a hard time spending 1200. And so I knew that I got my money's worth with my 1200. I put into action everything I learned. I went in to find all the gems and make sure that not only did I do what they asked me to do, I did it so that I could learn to do it for myself ongoing. That is what I do with people. So we're gonna manage your mind, um, all those thoughts, all those emotions, give you new coping mechanisms, um, new habits, that kind of stuff, you're going to stop worrying and spend your time and money um, on the things you love in life. You're going to create weight loss and know how to maintain it on your own. So you, it's not like, um, I hate to say it, but there's a, a Weight Watchers and I've not heard of hardly anybody who maintains that after they leave. And so that's a pretty much a forever thing. And I will coach with you as long as you need me. I will empower you to do it on your own. I'm going to support you to figure this out because I don't want you to be my client forever. I want you to be able to sustain your weight loss forever. And that's most important to me. So I want you to be able to do this for yourself. Um, yeah, so then you'll get to start spending all that extra time, all that extra money. Look at the time. We didn't even talk about time. All the time spent worrying about weight loss, about what diet you should have, all the, all of the asking all your friends what diets they're on and trying different diets and looking for the next magic pill. You're going to have all that time, all that money back. You're going to enjoy life. You're going to feel confident and super empowered. All right, so are you ready to spend your time and money creating the life you love? I am so ready for you to stop the fad diet cycle. I know I was, I didn't know of any other way, and I'm telling you, this is different. It's time to find that other way for you. So weight loss coaching is definitely an answer for you. It was for me, I get so excited about this. Um, This one was fun, it was just supposed to be a budget thing and it just kept growing in my head. So um, I want you to um, go to uh, coachingkara.com forward slash link tree. No dashes, hyphens, spaces all together. Coachingkara.com forward slash link tree. There are some really great links in there for you and some free offers. But what I want to tell you is if this even remotely sounds like it has intrigued you. That's where I was. I had a, I had a, a little tiny speck of hope and curiosity left and when I started uh, weight loss coaching. So if you're there with a tiny speck of hope, a tiny speck of curiosity, I just want to talk to you. I want to give you a free consultation and the, the link tree, coachingcare.com link forward slash link tree. There's um, in there a place to schedule a time to talk to me and we'll hop on a Zoom call And we'll just figure out if this is going to work for you. We'll figure out how specifically you might need certain things or what issues you have. We'll figure that out together. And so go ahead and if this, like I said, just a speck, you just need a speck of curiosity. You're not locked into anything. You just have a little bit of curiosity, some hope that this is the thing. Go on to that link and schedule a time to talk with me. I'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to the Concierge Weight Loss Podcast. Like what you heard today? Leave a review or share with a friend. And check out the next step quiz where you'll find what has held you back from lasting weight loss and what to do next. You will find the link to this and many other helpful podcasts and videos in the show notes. I can't wait to see you there.